You're listening to Playbook Radio with Martin Williams. Here's where you'll learn how to develop a playbook and game plan for your life so you can live without limits. Now, here's your host, Martin Williams. And welcome to Playbook Radio. My name is Martin Williams. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You may do so on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. All the links to the podcast can be found at GamePlanPlaybook.com. That's GamePlanPlaybook.com. So today, what I wanted to talk to you about is visualization. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, I could talk about visualization all day. Um, I am somewhat of a, you know, master uh, visualizer, visionary, maybe. Um, it, it, you know, because I just, you know, I'm a daydreamer. I daydreamed um, a lot as a child and as an adult. <laughs> Sometimes it got me in trouble. Um, but, you know, it's the power of visualization is something that uh, is God given. And it's a way for God to transfer his vision for your life. But it's also a way for you to create um, the uh, the tangible version of that dream. So visualization is very powerful. Now, you know, as with any powerful tool, you know, it has to be used with discretion, has to be used with wisdom um, and should be used under, you know, under the, uh, you know, submission of, of God. Right. So, for instance, you know, if you visualize bad things happening to someone, that could, you know, that could happen. You know what I mean? Like that's something that you could create in their life. But, you know, is that, you know, is that a godly thing to do? Is it is it a godly thing to to visualize negative things upon other people, even if they hurt you? You know what I mean? Even even if they did things, you know, to um, you know hurt you or disrespect you in some way, you know, is that. Is that the you know optimal thing to do? And I would say no. You know, it's better to just not think about them altogether. Or you know, if you can't do that, you know, at least visualize them as being in a good place. You know, I think that it's important that we understand our power of visualization and and you know the ability to create reality with it. Uh, I talk a lot about. Uh, Neville Goddard in my podcast and in my other work. And, um, you know, when I first discovered who Neville Goddard was, uh, and for those of you who don't know who he is, he was a mystical teacher um, who lived in um, most of his teaching, I should say, happened um, in the 50s, 60s and 70s. That's when he really took off. Um, he was teaching before then, but he really started making his way in that 20 year time frame. Um, I, I believe he passed away in 1972, I believe. Um, but a lot of people, whether they credit him or not, um, have borrowed from his uh, teachings and borrowed from his philosophies. And, you know, his biggest thing, he taught from two uh, places, which is the law, which is basically how to visualize the things that you need to live in this world. You know, in this world, you need 
you know, tangible things. You need a roof over your head. You need uh, food to eat. You need, you know, work. You need transportation, like all your needs. The law was supposed to cover that. So, you know, if you had a need, you know, his suggestion was to visualize it. And he had many, many different examples of how he did it for himself. Um, And he encouraged people to try it. So the law is for everyone. The second part of his philosophy, his main philosophy, um, was the promise. And the promise is a little more complicated. Um, And it's more so, you know, understanding who you are in the story of creation. Um, And and essentially his thing, he said that um, that Jesus Christ is your imagination. And um, I got to say, as somebody who grew up in church, that was it's hard for me to digest. (laughs) Okay, Um, and I don't know if I believe that. And that's okay. You know, I think that people can teach you things. You don't have to wholeheartedly subscribe to every single thing that they teach. Um, I think that Neville taught more truth than not. And I've I've certainly worked into my life. I mean, you know, it'd be one thing to say, well, I heard it, but never tested it. But, you know, there are things that I've done using Neville Goddard principles. I've gotten jobs with it. I've gotten homes with it. I've gotten, you know, you know, multiple things that I truly wanted, you know, using those principles. So I know it works. So today what I wanted to, you know, discuss with, you know, with that lead in was visualizing with emotion. Now, it's important that when you visualize that you incorporate emotion. And the reason that it's important is, you know, it's a spiritual principle. Um, it's one thing, you know, because we are visual beings, you know, we, you know, most of us have, you know, working eyes and, and the ability to see, um, we take in a lot of input on a daily basis, especially in this day and age. You know, we have TV, we have Internet, we have social media. We have so many things coming at us at one time. You know, it's almost overload, you know, to, you know, to take in everything. And a lot of the stuff that we take in, we really don't want in our life. Right. You know, like, for instance, I saw in the news this morning that a gator ended up in somebody's pool. Right. And this is in Florida. Um, a gator you know, basically ended up in somebody's pool. And I don't know if he was taking a nap. I was at the gym, so I wasn't listening. But um, I don't know if he was taking a nap in the pool. I'm not sure if he was dead or not. But just the fact that, you know, imagine going out for a, a morning swim and seeing a gator. Now, most people don't want to see that when they go for a morning swim. OK, <laughs> So, you know, how do you, you know, if you're if you're creating a human being, how do you how do you build that human being to not create every single thing that they see? Because if you don't want that in your life, then, you know, you better not look at it. Right. Unless you have some sort of 
mechanism that can filter out the things that you truly don't want in your life. And one of those mechanisms is emotion. Okay. When you visualize with emotion, it's much more likely that you will create that thing that you're visualizing. Okay. So what a lot of people teach is that if you're going to visualize something, whether it's a new car or a successful business or a new relationship or, you know, weight loss or whatever the case may be, you want to visualize it with emotion. Okay. But no one really talks about why. Scientifically, when you visualize an emotion, the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between a real or an imagined event. So if you imagine something, right, with emotion, the subconscious mind, you know, basically takes over and it feels real. It feels like it's happening. Now, this works in a positive sense. Um, If you ever think about something that, you know, you enjoy something happy that happened to you, you know, something that made you happy and you imagine it again, that that your imagination brings it to life in such a way that you feel the emotion as if you were there, right? But it also works in a negative way. You know, when you think about things like PTSD, right? And people who have been in war situations and they hear, you know, gunshots maybe in a movie or they hear fireworks, which mimic the sound of gunshots. And, you know, it feels like they're back in that war zone. Why? Because... The, the visual, the, you know, the, um, the imagination has taken that sound and the emotion of living through that was mixed in with that visualization. And now it's traumatic. Now they feel like they're back in that war zone, even though they're sitting in their living room thousands of miles away from wherever that war happened. And it happens, you know, for any anyone who goes through PTSD, it's, you know, it's a similar situation. All it takes is a sound or a word or something mixed with emotion. So if you're still sad about whatever happened, if you're still angry about whatever happened, mixed with that visualization, it creates the event as if it's happening all over again. So we, you know, we want to try to use this for good, right? But it's important to do it with emotion because the emotion is what makes it real. In the Bible, uh, Jesus Christ said that if a man were to look upon a woman lustfully in her in his heart he's already committed adultery with her now you know that's a that's a high bar right because you're thinking man you know I can't look at other women anymore but think about it I think people 
get caught up in the literal sense of that. It's really a concept because what he's saying is, is that when you look at a woman lust, you know, with lust, right? With desire, okay? Excuse me. You're committing adultery with her even though you didn't touch her, okay? And that's the power of your visual, uh, visualization muscle. The power of visualization is you can take something with high emotion and desire is an emotion, right? And it's as if you committed the act, right? It's as if you committed, it's as if you did it. And that's the power that we all have. So if there's something that you want to do, let's say that you want to own a home one day, let's say that you want to, you know, go to Paris or, you know, go to a NBA game, what, what have you. And maybe you don't have the money right now. Whatever the case may be, maybe you don't have the money or the opportunity or what have you. Visualize it as if it's happening right now and then mix in emotion, right? So if you want to go to a game, imagine the roar of the crowd. Imagine how loud a you know a football game or a basketball game gets. Imagine the roar of the crowd, right? If you want to go to Paris, you know, imagine the, the plane ride. Imagine the plane taking off and hear those sounds. And you can actually go on YouTube and you know, you know, they'll you know people record themselves on planes all the time. Right. So you can go on YouTube and you can hear those sounds. Right. You know, people, you know, imagine being in Paris and imagine seeing the Eiffel Tower. You know, and there's people who do that, you know, who have recordings and, and things, you know, on the Eiffel Tower. And, you know, just imagine being wherever it is that you want to be. You know, imagine having the reality of the thing that you want to have and what will what will transpire what will happen is that certain things will start to move and conspire in a way for you to be where it is that you want to be and that's the power of visualization like if you go to bed every night and do that and do it consistently, not just one day, but do it consistently. Eventually, what's going to happen is, is that certain things are going to start falling in line. And it's, you know, it's, it's really like a fun process. And I wish more people did it. And I know everyone doesn't know about it, but I wish more people did it because I think a lot of people would be happier with their life. You know, if, if they knew that they could, you know, they could incorporate visualization into their life and, and do, you know, visualize certain things that you want to make happen. You can, you can visualize a better job, but you can visualize a more successful business. You can visualize a lot of cool things in your life, you know, because that's the power that God has given us. God has given us this power that we can provide for ourselves, you know, using this power of visualization. So remember to visualize with emotion is very important. You know, 
put emotion into the things that you're visualizing for. And, you know, it, it will definitely start working for you. So my name is Martin Williams. Thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget to like, comment, sus- uh, subscribe, and share. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Playbook Radio. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. For more information on Playbook Strategies courses and products, please go to GamePlanPlaybook.com.